0: everybody and thanks for listening to poke Bear podcast we've got a good episode for you today be sure to give us a follow at poke t bear on twitter and at instagram at poke underscore t underscore bear thanks for listening everybody he is what's up not a whole lot just hanging out just had a couple uh reese's eggs because it's one of the greatest things ever made yeah they're
1: pretty good pretty good
0: they're pretty phenomenal
1: they're like abundant right now especially easter coming up
0: uh yeah it's almost like they were made for easter
1: Ah, uh, true.
0: Uh yeah, no. Love them. What about you two?
1: Chilling? Yeah, I don't like Reese's eggs that much. No? <clears throat> Let the debate begin. No, I don't know. They're all right. I guess. How do you not like them? Because they're just Reese's cups. <clears throat> I mean, I like them as much as I like Reese's cups.
0: Which better be, which hopefully is like number one on the candy mm. list.
1: Mm. <clears throat> Yeah, I wasn't prepared my with my hot takes and candy.
0: You probably like some ridiculous candy, like cow tails or something, is your favorite one?
1: Yeah, cow are alright. Uh. <clears throat> where where you Kyle. got cow?
0: Oh, cow just loves gummies. Yeah, that's
2: yeah. where I'm at. Sour gummies. I was gonna
1: say the sour patch kids.
0: Every time he comes over to the house, he brings a pack of gummies for uh for old easy
2: because uh, he hates our parents. Me ex- gives me excuse to eat some of them as well.
1: I normally oh, buy hilarious. ones.
2: Normally buy some that I'm like ah, I don't want to eat the whole bag, just a couple.
1: Dude, we went. That's fine. We went, went to this place called Grandpa Joe's Candy Shop yesterday. And they have all these like fucking like crazy assortments of candies, like old candies, new candies, like candies from Japan. Like they have all this, like random stuff, right? And we go to this bulk section where they have like all these crazy random gummies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, "All right, Bo, what do you want? What, what, you know, what do you pick? What you want?" He's like, "Oh yeah, can I get those Reese Pieces and M and Ms?" And I was like, "You little fucker, no." <laughs>
0: No, you need to go. No, you, you need mean to go culture yourself?
1: The, the things we can buy at the gas station? No. <laughs> no, dude. Come on.
0: What are any of them getting?
1: Just like an assortment of like random gummies and stuff. They have ones that look like chicken feet and pigs and ice cream cones and all this random stuff. Gummy bears. But yeah. He said he wanted Reese's Pieces and MMs. I was like, get out of here. That's funny. I would That's say PCs awesome. over, over uh, Reese's Cups.
0: What the fuck is wrong with you?
1: How do you they're, just, like peanut they're like butter the same lips. thing. Yeah. No. no, I'm just saying Like, I like the, the hard candy better than the milk chocolate. Like, Just like the straight chocolate. Oh, my God.
0: I don't even know how we're related. Or not like brothers. Seems like I don't know. Seems we're not pretty twins. Uh, like blasphemy to say that Reese's pieces are better. So do you oh have you tried those Reese's the big cups with the pieces the Reese's pieces inside of it?
1: hmm Yeah, they're good. It's pretty good. Gosh. Dude, you know what they did have one time? I don't know when it was like like maybe ten years ago now, but they had uh, Elvis Edition Reese's cups and they were banana In chocolate, mm -hmm. banana, chocolate, and like um, peanut butter, man, they're really good. Hmm. That sounds like it would
0: probably. I don't know. I'm not a big like artificial banana flavoring person. I like the way like bananas taste.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. It was like banana flavored chocolate. I don't know how to. I mean,
0: that's yeah. I I'm not a big artificial like it's cherries. And uh, like cherry flavored stuff, typically sucks because real cherries taste so much better. And banana stuff, in my opinion, sucks
2: because bananas
1: taste actually better.
2: I love cherry, watermelon, strawberry.
1: I hate artificial like raspberry. Hmm.
2: I hate artificial banana and peach.
1: Yeah, I don't like. I don't like peach either.
2: Artificial
0: banana is not good. I don't mind artificial peach. It's the worst. It's it's well peaches are way way more subtle than the artificial flavoring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta like I don't know, really get after a peach, like sucking the chrome chrome off a bumper to get the same kind of flavoring as you do off like a peach like Jolly Rancher. Hmm. But oh well. Uh, What what did you you have on your mind, Uh, Colton? You said you weren't uh, expecting to do hot takes on Candy. What were you expecting to do hot takes on?
1: That's a good question. I've been wanting to talk to Kyle about the whole NCAA wrestling thing for like two weeks now. Oh, Uh get after it. But it's the first time he's like stayed up later than my kids.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I like to go to bed early. Uh, I've been having problems sleeping lately, man. Yikes. Get some of that
0: five uh five HTP. I almost got some tonight.
1: You guys get uh, like you just go like get some Unisom or Yeah. Yeah. yeah Girl. This stuff's pretty good. It does work. Yeah, it's, it's not I mean it's not ambient good, but that's no. good though. It's pretty good. It's yeah. subtle. For show. Sure. No, I was gonna ask you. 'Cause we we're talking about about um Kale over, you know, Kale over Gable now. Like do you think he's taking him he's like overtaking him in coaching too?
2: Uh I looked it up. It's like he's got nine of like nine of eleven, I think. hmm And I think one was uh COVID year where they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And uh the other
1: was the other one Ohio State? They just like ran uh, the other
2: one. No, I think it was I'll go back and look.
1: Yeah, I thought uh, there well I thought there was a year that like uh Kyle Snyder and all those guys. I thought they won one, but could be wrong.
2: Uh let me look it up.
1: Yeah, dude, I was thinking it was kinda of interesting thinking about it as far as dudes who were awesome as, like, collegiate wrestlers, but now we're, like, awesome coaches. Obviously, like, those two and someone like John Smith or this guy like the Mount Rushmore, right? Uh, it's...
2: Yeah, I would say John Smith and Dan Gable for sure. Uh There's a couple, like, random coaches that I don't know that were, like, before, well, before our time, and I guess mm-hmm. before... uh. I had an article, I'm pretty sure it tagged you in it. Uh oh my god, I looked up Kale Sanderson and it brought up just like Kale. Baby names.
1: <laughs> like Kale. <laughs> like the like the
2: lettuce. No. Oh, like, like actual kids? just Kale. Uh there was an article I found though. Uh
1: it's definitely interesting. It's probably worth worth talking about. I mean, you could you obviously would say as far as coaching, he's probably yeah. had the the best ten year run of. I mean, I don't know who coached I don't know who coached Oklahoma State when they were like Oklahoma A and M, but. Uh...
2: Sorry, I'm looking. You can keep talking. No, you're good. I was just uh, so we, well, we. didn't explain talk about a little bit. Like on. you were
0: talking about the the comparison. Explain a little bit, like the comparison. Why you're looking up and what yeah. you you guys are talking about exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, the The point of the the point that I was just kind of curious about was, you know, what was you know Dan Gable only lost one college match. What was his record, Kyle? I mean, they were like,
2: Dan Gable lost once. Kale and Dan lost his. Uh, Very last match, his senior year, Mm -hmm. uh, in the finals, and
1: uh, high school and college.
2: Uh, I want to say yes.
1: Yeah, I think well, that was the whole thing, right? He he was like undefeated in high school and college. They lost his like final match, but then Cale Sanderson, like back in the early two thousands,
2: won everything. Won everything. Yeah.
1: So, he's one of these guys who's like a four time national champion. So it's like him and guys like like Dake and I don't know. There's there's only like five of them or something. There's only like, there's only like a handful of them. But that uh, was like that was the whole thing we we're kind of, we we're talking about. You know, as you you know you can make the argument that Kale Sanderson passed him as as a collegiate wrestler, but has he passed him as a coach? Because Dan Gable was like the gold standard for coaching as well when he was at Iowa.
2: Yeah, he definitely passed him as. Uh... It's hard to say just because there's so many. Like, uh, and I think Kyle Dake won it in four different weight classes. He did. Uh, Kale Sanderson won went one fifty nine and oh four titles. I think Gables only got. I want to say two. Like I don't know if he won all all four, or all three. It was something weird that I I'd have to find the actual uh I'm looking for this damn article though. But uh he's definitely not he has not gotten to the point yet in right. terms of coaching. Dan Gable coached far longer though, so it's like you can make a comparison of like, oh Tom Brady's got all these like wins uh and all these like you know records in the NFL, but he's also been playing for how many years? So uh, that's kind of how I look at it. In a shorter amount of time, I feel, Dan, uh, yeah, Kale Sanderson has done more than what Dan Gable did in his in an equal amount of time.
1: Yeah, uh, I, w- I would say that's true because. He's, you know, I think, what was it, we looked up, I think Dan Gable had, like, 13 national championships. They had, like, 26, like, conference championships or something like that. It was, it was, it, I was,
2: I can't remember oh, what the you actual
0: guys looked it, you was. You guys looked it up. I just don't remember where it all was, but I remember they were super close. He's won 9 of 11.
2: Mm-hmm. He won 2011, 12, 13, 14, 16, 17, 18. 19 and 2022 2020 was canceled due to the pandemic
3: Mm -hmm. uh
2: i can't remember if ohio state won or it was uh i want to say it was iowa oh maybe i think it was iowa uh but yeah so there's that and further down in this article i believe they talk about um like
1: actual coaches. Well, the other thing too is, we're not talking about, like individual national champion, like champions you coached or all Americans you coached, or, I mean, Kale, Kale sanderson has got to be, he's got to be up there. Oh no, for he, for a short of a period of time, coaches, he's got to be way no, up there.
2: Definitely. All right, so here it no, is.
1: No, not like in the in the grand scheme of things, just in the short again, like the short amount of time, like he's just like churning these dudes out.
2: Oh, here's that. Uh, Dan Gable, of Iowa, an Iowa State grad, just like Gable was 117 and one in college mm-hmm. with two national titles and a runner-up finish. So I don't know, like, why he's only he's only able to get he only wrestled for three titles. So I don't know what happened to his freshman year. Uh, also different time frame. But anyway, right. Ga- Gallagher's. Let's talk Ed Gallagher, Oklahoma State, and near mythical Dan Gable of Iowa. Gallagher's Oklahoma State team won eleven NCAA wrestling titles in thirteen years, from yeah, 1928 to 1940. So, yeah, uh, Gable's Hawkeyes went on to win nine consecutive titles from 78 to 86. Overall, Gallagher won 11 titles and Gable 15. So, that's a, a crazy amount of time, though, that he was there. Right. So, uh, like, decades, I want to say. Where we go? I'll look up.
1: Oh, for the record, we were both right. Ohio State won one in 2015, and then Iowa was the last one to win one in 2021. Yeah. And then Iowa was also the last person to win one <laughs> before Penn State went on their run in 2011. Iowa had won three in a row, and then Minnesota had one before that. But, yeah. Uh,
2: Let's see. Let's check this.
1: Yeah, it's definitely been a Big Ten affair outside of Oklahoma State in the early 2000s.
2: But uh, one thing about Gable, though, that is far superior than – we'll backpedal a little bit – is oh shit yeah from 1976 to 1997 is when gable was the coach
3: mm.
2: so yeah he's won 21 big 10 conference championships 15 ncaa titles uh when gable went to uh the olympics in munich in 1972 Ooh. which is yeah uh interesting an important year uh he didn't have a single point scored on him like at all
1: oh, that's and right
2: that is fucking ridiculous, yeah, that's
1: shenanigans
2: like like zero points, like not even escapes, like he destroyed everyone, and kale Sanderson you know did whatever uh I don't think you know he won a gold medal, which is still you know impressive, awesome. but uh not not allowing a single point to be scored on you mm-hmm. is ridiculous and at, i believe obviously I at any
1: tournament not just yeah the olympics anywhere, anywhere right
2: let alone the you know world's greatest athletes uh but he was not in munich when uh the hostage
1: when eric Banner uh, was there
2: yeah, exactly. Also, we could talk about that. Apparently, oh, I guess that he wasn't is, there either. But... That's a, that is a false look at how <clears throat> they went after those guys, uh, surprisingly enough. And we read about that in a book called Gideon Spies." But Dan Gable won his gold medal before that stuff. I don't even think he was in the oh, country when all that shit happened. So... You got Dan Gabe or Kale Sanderson's been there eleven years. He's won nine. Yeah. And you've got let's see. Uh. Gable coached for just uh just over thirty one years. Was that is that math right? Nineteen seventy six to ninety seven. Uh. And he's he, only got 15, but he, he won half of them. So you
1: you said that he also won like nine in a row, though, didn't he?
2: Yeah, he won nine in a row.
1: So they might just be on a similar tear right now.
2: Yeah, but and if you take that, well, they lost to Iowa, but uh, that's still damn impressive. I saw another ar- article that was talking about like true, true dynasties, mm-hmm. and, like sports dynasties, yeah, and like. Like across all sports, college, uh, professional, whatever. And they're like, Yeah, you have to put Penn State wrestling up there now as one of the best, if not the most impressive, uh, one of the mo- more impressive, like teams and you know, programs that's ever been created.
1: Oh, yeah, I would, I mean, I would probably say that what they've done in the last 10 years is more impressive than what Alabama did, has done in football in the last 10 years.
2: Yeah. And, then and I mean, very,
1: very similar as far as, like, being being the best team in the best conference, by far the, by far the best conference, like, not even close.
2: Oh, no, yeah, that's where, you know, Big Ten wrestling is mm-hmm. where it's at. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's, no, there's nothing better. There's nothing, like, no one's close. Uh
1: Hey, but you know what? The, I was surprised how good the ACC is getting. Uh,
2: is that where NC State?
1: Is that ACC? In, in, yeah, NC State, Votech, UNC.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, UNC had a, a champion this year, mm-hmm. I believe. But NC, I'm really impressed with NC State. Yeah, and that's where was,
1: that's where Caldwell was. That's where Dorian Caldwell was.
2: And then, uh, who else is another school that's been putting on a Arizona State,
1: yeah, they're really good,
2: uh, they had a pretty good running, but yeah, big ten like wrestling is is like s c c and football, like there's not a conference anywhere close uh but
1: yeah, yeah, agreed,
2: so in the short amount of time, you could i think put clearly put Gable and Kale Sanderson in the same boat. Uh, and you know who knows how long he's gonna be there for? Uh, I imagine he's gonna be there for quite a while. Uh, I guess he's got ties to Penn State though, and I didn't realize that. Like his, I think his family's actually from there, and his mm. brothers, uh, went to school there. His youngest brother went to school there. No. Um, yes. But yeah, it's it's still impressive as shit. And to win it before uh, the finals, like, they've done that a few times. Yeah. Uh, And that's also still impressive because when you have, what, uh, they have a few years in a row where they had four to five guys, you know. In the finals. In the finals, and Mm -hmm. all of them win it. You're like, uh, there's there's ten national championships. Penn State had half of them. Mm-hmm. And the points didn't even matter if they won or lost. They were already champs. And I wanna say they did it Bo Nichols junior year as well. Uh where Ed Ruth uh Ed Ruth was on the team. Uh yeah, so and he smoked. Smoked. He was like ranked third, I think, Ed Ruth. And then he went through and destroyed the number one ranked guy. Like, I want to say majored him. And uh, just made, looked embarrassing. Embarrassed yeah. this guy on the mat. And he did it with, like... And he just drops his uh, drops his bands, walks off the mat like it's no big deal. And he's not even out of breath. you he's like, holy shit. Yeah. It's impressive. That uh,
1: program's unreal.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, who do you want to if you're a football player, who do you want to go? I think it's far more, it might not be quite a a same comparison. You know, <clears throat> there's certain coveted coaches, you know. Uh, I think there's few coveted coaches, fewer coveted coaches in, in wrestling. Uh, you know, it's not nearly as big as football, but uh, I think, like – as an athlete, you want to go to the school that's winning titles, right? So you want to go play for Bama, uh, or play for you know, <clears throat> Coach Saban. You know, uh, you want to go wrestle f- for you know the greatest, right? Uh, and it just makes recruiting like it's got to be a walk in the park for him.
1: Well, but also uh-huh. think about the fact that he was, he was, you know, he wanted to defeat it. We were probably what in. Seventh eighth grade when that happened. Yeah. So he's he's still young. So he'd have went to the Olympics in like I don't know like oh four. Something like that. Two thousand or two thousand four. I
2: think it was Sydney, but that can't be right because I'm I had that was two thousand. Yeah, two thousand because I had a pair of those wrestling shoes.
1: Do but like John Smith still coaches, but how many people like he and has the, he hasn't wrestled since what like the eighties?
2: Yeah. It's but so uh people. that's you know, that's a coach as well that you want to wrestle for, right? Yeah, look
1: yeah, look at all the dudes that went from that program that are
2: <laughs> and then uh the, they're brand, the UFC now. <laughs> you know, Iowa State's coaches, you know, the brand mm-hmm. uh brothers. But I heard they're fucking just, like, huge assholes, like giant. Yeah, he won 2004 Athens.
1: Okay. Yeah, he's, like, he's the biggest name. You know, there hasn't been another person who's kind of gone through that evolution that's gone back into coaching yet. It would be like if, you know, if Jordan Burroughs becomes a head coach somewhere, how many people are going to want to go, you know, wrestle for Jordan Burroughs?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't even know what he's up to nowadays, but, uh... I don't know. I didn't realize that Kale Sanderson's dad was a wrestling coach. Like, he was a high school wrestling coach. And, uh... Makes sense. Oh, he wrestled in college as well. At BYU. Oh, man. Maybe they don't have ties to, uh... Pennsylvania...
1: Where are they from? Are they from in are they from Iowa?
2: They're from Utah.
1: Utah? Oh, okay. Oh, I guess that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I was just curious. I was like, you know what, we haven't this whole thing went through. I know you guys were watching. I didn't get a chance to watch the actual tournament or anything, but
2: uh I didn't because we were driving to uh my brother's, you know.
1: Oh yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so- so Barry's the only one that watched it.
2: Yeah, he yeah, watched more wrestling than I did.
0: <laughs> yeah, I went down to my neighbor's house and watched. He's a, his, uh, I think I said it earlier, his uh, uncle won a national title at Oklahoma State.
1: Yeah. Um, that's cool.
0: So he's uh, pretty big into it. But obviously I got to get into it because that's easy. what old Easy's doing. Because yeah. I'm, I'm not going to let him play football or anything.
1: How's how does Kirsty feel about it? Is She into it? No, but
3: has she,
0: she gone? Will, yeah, she's gone a couple of times. But I mean, she uh, I'm sure when he starts competing, she'll get into it.
1: And say the moms are ones you got to watch out for.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'll he'll play baseball too. I actually need to fucking need to check. Um, he'll play baseball too. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he won't be playing football. I'm not going to let that happen. There's just too much data out there. So, um, yeah. and, and wrestling's going to teach him the same things I learned playing other sports. So let him, yeah. let him do that.
2: Yeah.
1: I always wish that I started younger too. So I'd have been like junior and scooting all of them.
2: Uh, it's like one of those things where like I think wrestling, I would say teaches more than most sports because uh although you, you learn valuable lessons across the board right uh you learn self discipline uh when it comes to like losing weight mm-hmm. uh and you know think about like or integrity you know be that guy talks about integrity like hey nobody's nobody's gonna tell you you can't eat something right but you know it's not good for you <clears throat> you gotta go out and lose that weight well now they're I not know. doing that anymore no they're not but it's still a it's still an important tool they're doing it I don't know what the rules are right now, but they're like, doing
0: hydration tests.
2: Yeah, so are they really? My yeah. junior year, they would do a hydration test, and then they would do BMI, and then they would actually have you like you would weigh in, do your BMI, and uh, uh, do a hydration test. Uh and then it would go through this calculator. And they would tell you, all right, this is your body fat percentage. This is the weight you can, this is the lowest weight you can go. And here is the date in which you can get down to that weight. So you're not allowed to wrestle in any of those weight classes until, you know, that calculator. To make it safer. To make it safer. And, oh, my God, was it Amazing. It made my life so much easier. (laughs) It was uh, my freshman. My freshman year was absolutely horrible. I was weighing like 135, I think, my freshman year. And like I certified at 119. I was like, oh, yeah, that's not a lot of weight at all. Uh, That's easy. And then I would come in after like my first match. I, like, stepped on the scale, and it was, like, 145. And I was, like, <laughs> that can't be right. And I, like, look behind me because, you know, people will fuck around and put, like, their foot on the back of the scale. Yeah. I was, like, yeah, that can't be right. And, nope, sure, shit, it was right. I'm, like, there's no way. <laughs> I'll wait a couple weeks, you know, stepping on the scale every day. But, uh, I'm, like, how am I this heavy? Like, what the hell's going on with me? Oh, uh. Shit.
1: Sour Patch Kids.
2: I, man, I hit my one. No, I was pretty good about you know. I will say, like I, like I eat like shit now. Well, yes, I'm trying Relative. to eat cleaner currently. Uh, but you know, in high school, I was very disciplined. Like during wrestling season, I didn't eat shit food. Uh, eat salads you know on sundays you know splurge or after weigh ins uh i would you know splurge but that was all that was always my cheat day it wasn't you know i i stuck true to my diet and i counted calories whole 9 yards but bro i was losing like 15 i think 15 pounds was the lowest i had to the least amount of weight i had to cut In a week, and uh, so, but most of the time, it was anywhere from, like, just under 20 pounds. I was cutting 15 to 20 pounds a week.
1: Why did you have to do, why why did they make you do 119, though?
2: They didn't make me, but that was just the thing. That was me being, like, that's what I'm talking about, like, the discipline aspect that if I bumped up a weight, I was screwing somebody else over. Like, I was potentially taking their spot off the team because I will be cocky in this matter. Like, they weren't going to beat me in a wrestle-off. Uh, it wasn't going to happen. There was one kid in high school uh, in Illinois that if I moved up, like, I, he probably would have beat me, but he was a couple weight classes above me. So, you know, you build your team around mm-hmm. uh, individuals but you're still a team, and you have to, you know, stick to the plan for your team. So, right. one, you can get that personal discipline in terms of, like, hey, I got to cut weight. I can't, like, sneak to the uh, gas station and get a hot dog and all this candy and stuff that I really want to eat. But uh, also, if you don't do it and you bump up a weight class, you're potentially screwing a kid out of a, uh, you know, a season. And they're not kicking kids off the team by any means, so this kid could be sitting right. on the bench, and that's just not how I was. So I stuck to one nineteen. But man, my uh, it was right after divisionals. Uh, I was like, man, I don't feel I'm not feeling very good. We went to like Ethan's house. And we were like hanging out there, and I'm like freezing my ass off. I'm like, wow, go home like Sunday and my parents are like, yeah, what's wrong with you? I was like, I am freezing. I can't, I can't stay warm. Hmm. And they like check my temperature and it's like 104, 104 104.5 or something like that. And I credit like my stupidity to this because they're like, we need to get you to the hospital now. And I'm like, what? What's the big deal? And they're like, we go to the ER and they take my temperature. They're like, come on. And like, pull me in the back room and strip me down to my underwear and, like, lay me on this bed and, like, just cover me in ice packs. And uh, they're like, you were (laughs) – I was like, 101 is, like, you know, I didn't know anything then. But I was like, 97 to 104, that's not, like, a big difference. Like, what's the big deal? (laughs) They're like – your your body is shutting down right now.
1: Your like, brain is shutting down? Your,
2: your, your, your brain is melting. I'm like, oh, that's why I'm retarded. <laughs> uh, but I was sick the entire week, like, trying to get, like, get better. I didn't e- – that was the easiest week to make weight. So that was a Sunday, and I was off school Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday – But you had to be at school the day prior to going on a trip. So I had to go to school Thursday because Friday, Saturday was the finals. And, dude, I I went out there. I I lost to this kid from Patch. Mm. And I got my ass kicked. But I was, like, super drained. I had, like, no energy. And then in the Wrestlebacks, I lost to this kid from – yeah, I was that school in G, not Af North.
1: Yeah, that's uh, the school. That's the high school for GK.
2: Uh, what? Then it was in Belgium. Was it Brussels? I'm trying yeah, to Yeah, they got Brussels
1: the and Shape.
2: It wasn't Shape. I think it was Brussels. Uh, I wrestled a kid from Brussels, and I had like kicked the shit out of him all year, and he's like, "Oh, finally, finally won, finally beat him, finally beat <laughs> Kyle," and my. You know, a couple of my teammates, they're like, hey, just so you know, uh, he's like super sick, and he's wrestling with a fever. I still had a fever. I had like a 100 fever uh, at the finals. Yeah. And he feels like shit. And the next year, the same exact shit happened to me. So, but I wasn't cutting nearly as much weight, but I'm like, yeah, junior and senior year, I was like, nope, that shit ain't happening again. Uh <laughs>
1: Did you do freshman and sophomore year at Bibberg? or Yeah.
2: Okay. So funny thing is we are at and then my sophomore year, the kid that the kid that I always like went uh head to head with. I don't even remember who won. I don't even think this kid won Europeans. Uh his name was Noah. And I'm working out at the gym at Beale. And I see him, and this kid was just a cocky, cocky prick. I'm like, man. And me and him would go back and back and forth. Uh, he probably beat me a few more times, and I beat him. But uh, it was good little, you know, rivalry or whatever. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, uh, I'm at Beal working out, and I see this asshole there. And I was like, look at this fucking kid. And then I go to the squadron and one of our friends, uh, Tyler, he wrestled at the academy. And I'm like, man, yeah, I saw this kid at the gym. I used to wrestle that fucking asshole in in high school. And Tyler's laughing. He's like, oh, that's my roommate. And you're like, you're right. He is an asshole. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. But I don't think the kid gained any weight from high school. He was, like, super skinny. And, like, I was like, oh, man, good to see you being, like, some – I think he was a cyber guy, but I'm like, you fucking loser. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it made me feel good.
1: Small world.
2: Yeah, very small world. S- small military. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so you talk about, like, that discipline and, you know, being a good teammate, I think uh, are two two traits that you get from uh, – Wrestling, uh, I would say, more than other sports. Uh, And then obviously, you know, that's before you even step on the mat. So you got to go out there. You can wrestle guys that are bigger than you or smaller than you, regardless of the, the difference in weight. You are helping that individual get better right whether you are well, let's say there's just a size difference in experiences even keel uh with somebody that's you know smarter or smaller you're going to have speed and agility that you're not going to get from a bigger guy uh obviously that's not across the board uh that's not to be said for everything you know there's outliers everywhere but normally that's what you get right so, a one hundred and three pounder wrestling a one hundred and fifty-two pounder, like or one hundred and five now, uh, like there's a huge difference. But you're still helping each other out, uh, drastically. And I mean, you get that with football too. But it, I think it's just it's mano a mano. It's one on one. Like, uh,
0: well, a fo- lock- football. Football is a lot of individual matchups.
2: Yes, that, they, they no. happen.
0: It's the same kind of thing, except you're not in the no. circle by yourself. But yeah, it's absolutely. all one on one matchups. That... And
2: I'm not trying to like take, take no, I am just nope, I'm just,
0: um, I'm just uh drawing the parallel between the two.
2: Yeah, it uh, is very
0: much different because there's obviously a lot more going on.
2: There's a lot of similarities because you're absolutely right, there's a lot of one on one, uh, but. There's a clear, like, hey, your teammate, you can't tag your teammate in and come out and do a second period. You're like, oh, let me get a timeout. You you know, you got your six minutes on the mat, and mm-hmm. it's you. And if you fuck up, it's all on you, and you can still make your team fail. Just like, I mean, just like football, uh, if you don't catch a pass or you don't, you know, hit a certain block or whatever, but... Everything's on you. And there's no, like...
1: There's, like, levels to losing.
2: (laughs) Yeah, there's levels to (laughs) losing. How much Uh, it
1: affects other people.
2: Yeah. And then that, your, you know, performance is a direct reflection on how your team does. Now, in high school and stuff, I don't know if it's still, like, the the case. You know, it wasn't very team-driven. It is, but it's not. So it's very individualized but you're still you still want to you know perform as a team like you go to some of these smaller schools you know you get one or two guys that are really good and the rest of the team fucking sucks you're like the team is revolving around those two guys but there are programs out there that uh like Penn State you're like hey man if you fuck up you're fucking everybody uh and that could be said for high school as well uh, so like the schools we went to, it was never, I went to, uh, we were never going to win state. Like that wasn't going to, that's not a possibility. We just weren't there. Uh, it was never going to happen. <coughs> uh, schools in up North were far superior and the level of talent up there, they just have more to pick from. Well, they also
1: closer to Chicago. is right? just like more yeah. people in general.
2: Yeah. Uh, absolutely yeah you got a bigger pot of people to pull from and just the talent up there is is ridiculous uh
1: does in illinois only has two divisions right
2: uh now they have three oh, okay so uh that made a huge difference too so and the difference between the two divisions like that margin it was mm-hmm. it was like your school had to be like under like I want to say, like, 800 people. It was something stupid. Yeah. Like, stupid small. So you're you're essentially wrestling, the, like, truly the entire state. Mm-hmm. And, like, having just two divisions, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Uh, it makes things drastically difficult. Like, just making it to state is a monster deal. It was a very big deal. And I missed it by... You know, my senior year, I lost my wrestle back by, like, two points. And, like, looking back at it, I'm like, fuck. Like, I regret not trying harder and pushing myself to, like, my breaking limit. But I thought that was my limit, you know, in high school or whatever. So, like, regret not working harder. But our team qualified for dual team state that year, right? So it wasn't going to be my last match potentially, but I lost. I didn't make it to state. Uh, that kid ended up going. <clears throat> so a few weeks later, this is after like individual state, uh, cause they would do just like the NCAAs. Like you're wrestling as a individual, but you're, they're still team score. Uh, so it's not as important. Uh, but then there's dual team state, where your entire team, regardless of if that individual made it to state, you're you guys are all wrestling again. So we wrestled this damn school, hmm. and they did the the random weight class picks. Uh, they, sh- I know they were doing it in the NCAA's. I don't know if they still do it, where they don't always start from lowest weight. They'll pick a random weight class. And then they'll do the wrap around. So like heavyweight could be like the first guy that wrestles. Yeah. Uh. Well, this year, I they picked 152, so I was the last guy to wrestle. Uh, and I was my opponent was the kid that beat me to go to state. Uh, so their team had won there was no way we were going to win the the dual team uh, the dual the match uh so the kid comes out I go I'm like this is it boys this is my last match this is my senior year guy comes out he forfeits uh, <laughs> so I didn't even get to wrestle like I my my very last match technically was like losing was, to him oh, right before was losing to him But officially, my last match was a forfeit win. And what's even funnier is that my very first win in wrestling was a forfeit because a kid threw up all over the mat. So I thought you were going to say it was the same kid. No, that would have been awesome. But my very first win and my very last win were both forfeits. I'm like, God dang it. I don't know, I don't even remember, you know, the actual first win win versus last one, but I'm like shoot.
3: That's but, pretty
2: uh, funny. I think it's pretty funny. It's a funny to look back on.
1: Have you started have you started coaching easy?
2: No, I haven't <laughs> uh I haven't made it up there yet. Uh Days yeah, Slack. Uh well. I don't know how I'm many. I'm kidding. Like, I went to like we took. I took another kid, uh, another uh, friend of ours, kid to wrestling, and I don't know, man. Like I don't want to go out there and like steal from the coaches. No, like, no, no.
1: I, mean, I like, don't. No, know. Right. I, mean, I mean, like the house. I just mean like the he, house or
2: something. Oh, he he's got the attention span of a squirrel when I'm at the house. You know all <laughs> of his, you know, no disrespect to uh. Your son. But, I mean, he, he's a little kid. Like, that's a f- kinda, that's five-year-old. Yeah, I mean, he's a little kid. He's a five-year-old, and all of this, you know, I come over, it's nice outside, he's always outside playing or doing whatever. So he's like, hey, that's, like, it is what it is. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I did teach him um, the half, the yeah. half Nelson. Uh, nice. But they hadn't gotten that far, so I'm like, yeah, this might not. Like he's going to forget all this stuff. So, uh, and I don't no, know he how remembers. They, Yeah. I don't know how, how they're progressing through their, uh, season and mm. how they're learning. So, uh, um,
0: he, uh, it's,
1: it's just, um, is, he, baby step him. is he like on a, in like a club or something?
0: No, he well no they just um you pay so it's just it's, it's like the a wrestling factory so you just like essentially pay for the mat time and um, then they have classes for him so I pay for each quarter and then um he uh, he goes twice a week for an hour and then all the all the coaches are volunteers I think that only one of them which is the main guy is like Is paid essentially Mm. because he he owns the whole thing all the other coaches are volunteers and a lot of the a lot of them are army guys yeah so um but yeah so like whenever we were going nick was helping i've helped a few times but obviously i didn't i didn't grow up wrestling so i'm not gonna inject myself there's some things that like i just know because i'm an athlete like i grew up an athlete um like there's some things they teach that i'm it doesn't make sense to me so i've like done small things like they don't when they like do their uh their shot they're not teaching them to keep their feet and drive with their feet they're just like they just go essentially to the point where they grab the back of their legs and they're like oh yeah then you just like you know pull their legs and drive them back and they like hey man that's not it's not how life's gonna work but if you keep driving your feet you're either gonna push them out or they're gonna fall down Mm -hmm. so
2: that could be like oh, I was thinking about that. That could be an age thing and just like well, uh, yeah. Well, as soon as I saw size thing. Well, uh, I
0: told uh, Easy, I was like, "Hey, man, like you need to keep your feet." And then I told, said, "Whenever you hug the back of the legs, you need to run like you're racing them and try to beat him to the other side of the room." And he started doing that shit, man. And he was just like, he was doing really, really well. Nice, um, but uh, but yeah. So, but all the coaches are volunteers. So, if you wanted to come, fuck around. You could. Nick used to help coach. Uh, I've helped a few yeah. times, like I said. You can come up there whenever you want.
1: So it's more no, like a, it's more like an open gym that you that yeah you pay for lessons. It's not you're not like on a no. Team. They
0: actually coach. No, they actually coach. No, and saying, there's like... there are teams.
2: Uh, he's just that's... he's just
0: not old enough yet.
1: Oh,
2: Okay. There's a what? He's not old enough. Well,
0: like he's six or haven't... seven. Yeah, it he should
2: be five. I thought.
0: Well, he just turned five, so.
2: Yeah, but he hasn't. He...
0: Yeah, I I'd give them some time before I did that.
2: Uh but it's one of those things like you don't want to like like how your ex your example of hey, this is how they're teaching the kids to do a double leg takedown. You're like, I'm not going to go in there and be like, no, this is th- that's not how you do it. This is how you do it. Like they might have a reason, and I don't want to be an asshole that just like shows up every once in a while and uh <clears throat> And
1: I mean, it might be a liability thing.
2: <clears throat> it could be. And I don't want to I feel weird about like that stuff. It's just like also like every time I come in, like watch the kids or whatever, or, uh you know, Barry's doing whatever and the kids are acting up. I'm like, none of these children are mine. Mm-hmm. Uh How do you, you know, discipline, you know, a bunch of kids? So you got to like, hey, guys, that's not, you know the right thing to do like right uh, like uh this here's an example of that situation where uh like i could raise my voice to ezra and like he would listen right this is an example ezra knows who i am he knows i'm his uncle and you know i feel like some of the other kids around the neighborhood that he plays with they know who i am and they would listen to like hey that's an adult speaking this adult is friends with my parents, you know, uh, I better listen to what they, what he says because uh, he might tell my mom and dad. Yeah. Uh, that's the way <laughs> I look at it. Uh, <laughs> but the kids were outside playing and two of the neighbor kids uh, came up and they were probably six or seven or a few years older than Ezra and his buddies uh and it was really like like Forrest Gump like like they they had that southern twang and uh they walked up to him it's like when Forrest gets on the school bus they're like yo can't sit here <laughs> uh and like just being mean to Forrest for no reason because he's different and he's like oh yeah that kid he's a he's an artard and I was like you know For a second, you know, you laugh inside because a little kid goes, oh, he's an artard. But you're like, you're not going to like, hey, man, like we don't talk, talk like that around here. We're not going to you're not going to teach these kids that word. and You're not going to make fun of the kid because the kid was there called him an artard. And he's standing right there. I'm like, hey, (laughs) we're not going to we're not going to have that conversation. That that stuff's not going to happen over here. And. I know that's something along the lines that Barry and Kirsty and the rest of the parents would, you know, do. Uh, But I'm like, Hey man, you're not gonna, we're not, we're not talking about that here. Uh, And you're not gonna say that stuff around these kids. Uh, And I think coaching is very similar when you're not a coach there all the time, especially with, you know, younger kids, like those coach might have a reason they're teaching a move a certain way so
1: hey but can we at least acknowledge that it's kind of funny that the kids say "artard" now because a few years ago they definitely would have they definitely went like full with it
2: well there's more to that that. story oh Uh, okay you're saying that's how the
0: kid said he's saying it because like all of a sudden he has a conscience even though he's no he said that word twice already
2: gotcha gotcha no he legitimately said (laughs) "artard." okay and then he said retard, but <laughs> but he called him an artard at first. And I was like, Did he say what I think he did? And then he said it again. I was like, Okay, bud, like we're not we're not doing that around here. Because he's older than most of like uh the Which other is why why that... he
1: thinks he can say stuff like that. Yeah. I'm like, so Hey, you're not gonna
2: cool? Yeah, you're not gonna say that around here. And there's more to that story, uh, with this kid's parents that Barry could, you know, fill you in, but I guess it's not really a part of this podcast, but the fact remains, like, I feel like coaching, those scenarios are very similar, and uh, don't ever want to, like, cross lines that, you know, could be good intention, but could very well, you know, annoy people, especially in today's day and age, so I try to, like, try to balance that line as best I can, so.
1: Yeah, man, but I feel like if if you have kids that go to wrestling practice, if you, like, raise your voice at them, it's kind of like football practice. I think yeah. the parents who are into that would kind of expect that. It's not yeah. soccer. Like no, if, someone, yeah. if someone, like, raised their voice at soccer practice, everybody would be like, oh, shit. Yeah. Did you hear that? Uh,
2: absolutely. But I'm also, like, I'm not a parent. I mean, kind of got an insta-family now, but – uh. You know, it's gonna take time to learn, like that that role.
1: Boundaries,
2: uh, yes, not even boundaries, exactly. it's not really. The,
1: but yeah, I know what you mean.
2: Like the disciplinary stuff. Yeah. So. Oh but, shit! Uh, you don't want to be disrespectful. I think it could be it could come across as disrespectful, or uh. That yeah. if you just step in there and you're like, "Hey, that's not like assert yourself and into... that," yeah.
3: Yeah. No, so I hear When I it hear
0: comes you. to like the whole obviously like, my parents split up whenever I was young, so it's that whole thing's a two way street, right, for like a step parent. You it's like a mutual thing, like your paths cross and like the kids like, All right, I accept you as a parental figure and you're like, Alright, cool, I will be a parental figure, but it's not you can't just assume just the role. Assume
1: it. Yeah. Oh then, no.
0: Without uh. like It's it's like super weird, man. But but like in terms of the coaching thing, I think it's just uh, like I don't. The reason why I don't help also one because I didn't grow up wrestling. Two is because he he, like oh easy will he will react better if I'm not the one doing it. You know, doing it coaching him. Yeah. So he listens better when it's not me. He'll come to me whenever like he wants praise and I do it all that for him. And like, I'm, you know, cheering him on from the rafters, if you will, but right. And I give him positive reinforcement, but if I was out there, I would not, I still would not coach him. I would pick other kids to coach and not him so that he would absorb it better. And he would pay more attention. And I yeah. would try not to be involved with what he was doing. Not because I don't want to just because.
1: Um, yeah. And that's probably, pay that's more probably attention. true in a lot of sports though if any any sport he plays or if you're coaching it's probably easier for you to coach other kids than (laughs) him in like like a group setting i mean you know what i mean like yeah group setting yeah yeah not like individually but like in a group setting
2: you know uh this is kind of a funny story uh my dad like he coached us like growing up i mean he's the one that started our our wrestling team and we were pretty good as a team uh did he Overall, start the one in Illinois or,
1: or just the one in Germany? Germany. Gotcha. Uh,
2: he started that one. Yep. But uh he wasn't he played football and he played hockey. I mean, he wrestled, but that wasn't like his thing. And I don't even know if he actually wrestled. Or he just told us that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, like my older brother, he wrestled. Uh but there's a period in time where you know like if easy keeps keeps this up for a few years, he's going to know more about the sport than you have, or you ever will because oh, yeah. just his experience has drastically grown. And that happened very quickly with like me and my brother. Uh, now Scott, uh, he is way better than me. Definitely, uh, way better than me, but I'll still pretty, pretty good. Um, and uh could hold my own but he was very good. Uh so there came a point in time where like my dad had to sit in a corner and I'm like, Nope, don't sit in my corner. I think it was pretty early where I'm like, Yeah, you ain't you ain't doing that Or I just didn't listen to what he said and I like refused. I'm like, Yeah, don't sit in my corner But uh he's wrestling and my dad's sitting in a corner And my dad's like yelling at him. He's like, hey, do this, do this. And Scott stops and like looks up at him. He's like, will you stop? He's like, I know what I'm doing. (laughs) Like in the middle of the match. And my dad, you know super sensitive it's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like I think he like just sat there didn't say anything the rest of the time and I don't think he sat in his corner ever again after that match he's like will you shut up like so <laughs> I don't know if he told him to shut up but he just stopped and like he was on top and he was like clearly in control in control of the match And right like, looked over and he was like hey will you knock it off I know what I'm doing was and that I in high school
1: or was that in middle school still? that's when
2: he was still in middle school that's Uh, funny because he didn't he didn't lose a match i was gonna say i don't think
1: in the two years that i wrestled you guys i don't think i ever saw him lose
2: no he didn't lose i think he lost one exhibition match he wrestled like a 112 pounder and he weighed like 95 and he kid was like either a freshman or a sophomore and he was in seventh grade i think because they used to let us do that. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. We could travel with the high school teams. Yeah. Uh, and just do exhibition. Uh, yeah, because they I had... used to have
1: to wrestle John Coker.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so. so, they they asked, like, the coaches, like, hey, we need to give give him somebody to, like, actually wrestle. Like, give a high school kid that... And they pick some, like, random high school kid. I want to say it was Patch. And, uh... He lost by, like, one point, one or two points. But it was a and the kid was, like, eight feet tall. and you know, <laughs> He was really little then, you know. Yeah. He's a little, like, he's short and stocky now. But at that point in his life, he, yeah, he was, was tiny and a beanpole. And yeah. he went out there and, like, damn near beat this kid and put him to his back a couple times. And they're like, holy shit, we got to watch out for him. And I think that's the only match he lost. When we were over there.
1: You know what the funny I I remember like going and doing those exhibitions for at like the high school and we would just like dick around the entire time until it was like our time to wrestle.
2: And you're like, oh
1: shit. Guess yeah. we'll go play football outside.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh
0: Have energy for days.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, we were just bored because you never knew for sure if you were gonna wrestle or not.
1: Yeah. And, and then and, and that was before we had like the team because they used to they used to let us go like to the high school practices. Yep. And then and then I think it was like 7th grade at some point his dad started the team. But And then
2: I want to say we still wrestled with the high schoolers.
1: Yeah. Yep. I want to
2: say we wrestled with the we would do high school wrestling practice. Yeah. And then we would stay like another hour after for our team's practice. And that was the worst cuz my dad was awful at like trying to run a co- I what he did, I am forever grateful for what he did and like starting that team and, uh, you know, allowed a lot of us to, you know, partake in legitimate, you know, tournaments and, uh, Oh yeah, that was, that was awesome. Truly get to, you know, enjoy the sport and not be an exhibition match. That made no sense, but, uh, doing dual practice every day for, you know, but, a year sucks.
1: I remember. I remember the first time doing it was like I think we were there's like a bunch of people that happened to be up at the high school doing like flag football practice, mm-hmm. and then they were just like, "Hey, we have open mats." They were, and then like the, 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 you guys just like pulled a bunch of people from like the random football practice, yeah, to go in there and like dick around, and then we ended up just like hanging out up there and doing practicing with the high school. Yeah. Yeah, I remember That's, that. That's cool
2: good times and then they started the full contact uh football team
1: oh that'd been awesome
2: yeah uh i was already in high school at that point i think it was like their eighth grade year all of our friends like their eighth Mm, grade year going into school yeah so they all got to play like full contact football that year but it was the same thing like we got to uh my what was his name? I think was it Ben Harper?
1: Oh, you're talking about oh um
2: You know what I'm talking about? He lived when we moved uh Yeah, he to like the moved to house. He moved into our old house. Hoover. Was his, Ben Hoover. Hoover. Uh he uh they allowed me and him to do the same thing with uh the football team our eighth grade year. So, me and him practiced with the football team uh, our eighth grade year. And then.
1: Was it with JV?
2: Yeah. No, well, they would do full up practice, but.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah, because there's less no, kids. No,
2: you're right. It was. We would practice with JV. You know, you'd do your warm ups and all your drills, like mm-hmm. as a big team. And then once you're doing your plays and shit, you, you actually broke up. But, yeah. That was, yeah, I uh, remember that. Yeah, that was a good time. Uh, good times, but yeah, valuable lessons to be learned. Uh, across the board with these sports. Well,
1: that's, I think mean, that's the thing that's so interesting that people talk about jujitsu, like BJJ, with these little kids. It's really just the same stuff you were in wrestling.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. It's just a different flavor. I think I don't. I I get the BJJ stuff. Uh, I think a lot of people do it for, like...
0: Yeah, all right. something weird happened and disconnected us, so I'll uh, I'll just splice these two together.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that was weird.
0: Yeah, it yeah. just like, I got an alert saying, oh, hey, it's going to try to reconnect, but if it doesn't, we'll just stop. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to stop and resend it, because I saw your text come in.
1: Yeah, God, but what you're saying, Kyle, you say it was... Similar. Uh, People do BJJ for what?
2: I think more people do it. uh, I feel like they get it for the uh, self-defense aspect.
1: Yeah, dude. But everybody does now. Like little kids do it.
2: Yeah, my uh, my neighbor started his son out.
0: Yeah, my my neighbor started his son out with BJJ, and then realized it was not the best thing to start him on so he actually now he brings him to wrestling but uh originally he, they were in bjj and, and then he was talking to one of their uh, fighting coaches that that he at his work they're like nah I man like do not start him off with bjj you get start him off with the wrestling because you get all the foundational stuff and then all you have to do is then teach them that to finish stuff well it's not no, it's not finishing there's two like there's two things you have to like what he was saying you have to um, reverse their mind is that the first mm. like the biggest thing is being it's okay to back. be on your back
3: yeah. Yeah. oh yeah that's like the
0: biggest thing is it's okay to be on your back and then the fact that being on your back if you're in like if you're in the guard you are in control so as long as you control their hips like you're in control and the guy on top is no longer in control so he was saying like the coach was telling like all that's the biggest thing that you have to fix with them is they'll want to, they will want to get on top. Um, cause that's what they're used to. Like top is dominant control. And mm-hmm. then in, in BJJ, it's, it's, you know, it's opposite. And like, with, unless you're in certain spots, if you're on top, you're in a bad spot. So he said that was the biggest thing, but all the foundational stuff is there, like wrist control, body positioning and all that good stuff. Leverage is a huge thing.
1: Like balance.
0: And yeah. And it's, Better to teach them with wrestling, especially like leverage and body control, because you're not trying to also teach them to like get a lock at the mm-hmm. same time. And so it's a lot easier to control them when they're young, and then when they get to be like ten to twelve, then
2: you take them back to BJJ. Is what he was saying
1: makes sense.
2: Yeah, it's. I would think it's far easier to teach it one way versus the other. Like if you went BJJ versus wrestling, you're, you're going to like breaking that <clears throat> being on your back is okay. Is going to be much harder to, uh, yes, do it reversed. It's easier to be on your back. Uh, I think it's easier to be taught. It's okay to be on your back first, trying to say, Hey, don't go to your back.
0: Yeah, for some reason, like, cause being on your back, like you're you're comfortable. Yeah. So, like, even when we do like all of our, like, I mean, it's it's they don't call it BJJ, but we're doing BJJ stuff.
1: Combatives.
0: Yeah, like they call it combatives. It's it's sort of like poor man's BJJ, and like when even when we're doing it, um, it's you're comfortable on your back. Yeah. Like. And we don't do it, but like once or twice a year, maybe three times a year. But, but yeah, you're, you're comfortable with it. No, all you gotta do is
2: control them hips.
1: I was yeah. wondering about, I was thinking about seeing, uh. And
2: then Cohen. that has benefits outside of sports. Oh yes, yeah, <laughs>
1: of course. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about trying to put Cohen into, into like judo. Oh,
0: working on all on throws. Yeah. Is the
1: wife yeah, gonna let you? Well she'll probably be more
2: yeah man. She'll be more into yeah. judo than wrestling.
1: It's more cultured. Oh,
2: Jesus. <laughs> now you sound like my wife. Uh,
1: no. <laughs> I just think
0: he's, it's He's gotta well no, no he's gotta is, embrace his heritage this there. This is how I
1: gotta
2: that's how I have to like
1: trick her into letting him in. I'll start with I'll start with that and then I'll move it into wrestling. If I start with wrestling she'll like she'll like it's weird.
2: Or you just be a man and go, hey, this is what's happening.
1: Dude, yeah. honestly, I don't even think that he is. I don't think that he's even that kind of. I don't think he'd be that into wrestling. I uh, think when he thinks like wrestling, he thinks we're like playing around. But I don't think that he. He's kind of a goofy kid. Like, like a per, from a personality standpoint, I don't think he's would be that into it.
2: You never know until you send him. True. Uh. And that's another aspect, like, I had this conversation with, God, I forget who it was, they talking about, like, putting putting their kid in a different, like, maybe it's Brooke. Regardless, it was like, uh, hey, uh, being, I think, like, I feel like I'm a very non-confrontational person. And like me and Barry had this conversation when it came to like the speeding, the speeding combo. I'm like, I do this all the time, like at work, like I I don't get the thrill of needing to, you know, I'm not chasing adrenaline, raising, you know, events in my life anymore Mm -hmm. because I get that with, you know, other things. So when I'm not doing that, I'm like, hey, I'm going to live life, you know, as slow as I can, you know. Uh, I think that can be said about sports too, where like aggression, energy, and all of that stuff. Like, you go to a wrestling practice for two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to beat the shit out of people. Uh, yeah, you know, not throwing fists or whatever, uh, right? But you get to beat on, and football for that matter. But you mm-hmm. get to you get to hit people. Oh, we'll wrap all these sports in. How about that? Uh, and contact sports, like, uh, you have to learn to take a hit or get your ass whipped, uh, be out of breath, be super uncomfortable, and then work, work through it. Mm -hmm. Uh, and by the time you're done with it, you, you know, you ain't got no energy to do anything else. And if it, confrontation like arises like i feel like the two things are very similar like i don't raise my voice uh i'm just like hey obviously i can't raise my voice but like when it comes to like anger aggression and energy outbursts or whatever like you just spent all that time at wrestling practice uh you're gonna get your ass kicked later on uh like, why am I going to waste my energy right here, right now? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a mental thing as well. Like, hey, you know, I'm going to take all my shit out. Everything that pisses me off throughout the day, I'm going to take it out on my partner, on the mat, or mm-hmm. out on the football field. And you just just don't have any energy at the end of the day. And you're a much calmer. now, vid- mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, you have an hour. That's, yeah, a, that's know, a much not, but... better way to say it. True. And I think that's both, like, physically and mentally. Because I'm like, hey, man, uh, just not cool, calm, collected. I, I have a short temper, but I'm never going to, like, I was never one to, like, fight. That wasn't my thing to do. I didn't care for it because uh, it's taking out my aggression on some poor bastard, you know, in a wrestling room somewhere, sweating my ass off. And I think that can, that's a vital uh, lesson that can be taught as well. I don't know what your guys' take on that is, but.
1: Yeah, I think it also teaches you humility. Yeah. Because someone's going to humble you.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Like, and, I mean, that's, like, the first thing that happens to you.
2: <laughs> Maybe I was talking to the wife about it because they're thinking about, bumping uh, him up into a uh, bigger, like, division for hockey. hmm A bigger age group where, like, it, you know, hockey's a contact sport. Right. Uh, but uh, now you're doing, like, hitting and stuff, you know? Like, everything's open game. Yeah, like full full ice. You're playing with the big boys. You're playing the game. Nothing's being cut back and tailored uh, anymore. Uh, so you got to learn to take a hit, give a hit. Probably going to be the smaller individual on the team, so it's going to hurt. And you know you got to learn to work through it. Uh, and I think that helps greatly.
1: Yeah, I'm a I'm, a, I'm actually a pretty big proponent of like having kids move up in age groups like playing older kids Cause that's why well, like, that's always i did that with baseball all the way up to high school
2: yeah but there's uh she brought up a very good point you're like they're just kids though you want them to be kids so how do you get better you know
1: you mm. you
2: wrestle you wrestle a bigger guy or a faster guy or somebody who's better than you uh or just like football how do you get better you hit you hit the bigger guy, you team up against the faster dude, uh, and you play better teams. Like, I think yeah. getting your ass kicked, making mistakes, and generally, like, fuck-ups in life where you fail, those are the biggest, like, points and the biggest, like, learning inv- events in anyone's life yeah like every dumb thing i ever did like everything i learned through life is probably because i did something stupid or got my ass kicked are they wanting
1: are they wanting to move him up because he's ahead of his peers
2: yes i believe so right
1: Uh, so is is the point that she does he want to be better at hockey or does he want to have fun at hockey
2: that's that's just it though like because he wants to be better
1: if he wants to be better at hockey, he needs to move up. If he's if he doesn't care about it, he just wants to have fun that he just needs to stay where he is.
2: But you're talking about, you know, kids, like and this is a thing this is a big thing in wrestling where kids start out, you know, like super young and mm-hmm. then they get really good and guess what? By the time they're in high school, like when it really matters, they're burned out. Yeah. And they don't want to do that shit anymore. Like I was burned out my senior year, I was like, no, I have no intentions wants, or desires to continue this stuff. I'm tired of losing weight. I'm tired of getting my ass kicked. Like I'm just over it. Uh, but once again, that's, that's me. That's not, that's not a thing across the board. I wasn't going to wrestle at Penn state, so I wasn't going to win a national title. Uh, but that is also an important aspect. I think you're right. I agree with you. You're like, hey, do you want to be fucking good? Do you but this get isn't better? like, this isn't even like, pu-
1: it's not even about like pushing him. It's not even about like making it not fun. I think, but, that, but that's just something you have to ask him like, hey, are you wanting, it? like, I guess that just comes down to like, how, well, how old is he? Eight. That's not even like a real. I thought you were talking about this kid's like 12, and it's like, you want to do travel hockey or do you want to do <laughs> fucking rec hockey? But Steve,
2: <clears throat> I agree with you, but you also talk about, like, what's the mental difference between an 8-year-old and 12-year-old?
3: No, just, that's what uh, I'm saying. Like, when yeah. the, way,
2: the way they describe him moving up, you, you, you may, it may sound
1: like he was a 10-year-old and they want him to play 12-year-olds or something, not like an 8-year-old, yeah. just playing in, a, in, like, a more competitive... Like playing nine-year-olds or whatever it is. It's
2: no, it is a move up, and it would be far more competitive. Uh, but you worry about like, is he, is he not going to enjoy it anymore because he takes a cross check in the boards or?
1: Oh no, that's probably know. that's like that's probably a real thing he has to worry about. Yeah, yeah so like you that's going to happen know what I mean, though. Like hockey's fun until so you get hurt.
0: But no, but yeah. that's going to happen to him one day, regardless of no, you know him moving up or not. Yeah, so, so one day. That, that reality check's going to happen. you know. It's going to be yeah, but either is next the, week or it's going to be in three years. The question and is, is
1: the reality check going to come from someone bigger than him or from somebody his it's size? Gonna,
0: it's going to come from someone bigger than him. That's usually where it comes from. Like, But this you, is really like... like tip, well, hear me out. So typically, whenever you get... When you get... Uh, and this is like in contact sports. I think that I'm like the resident expert on contact sports. When like the first time... Typically, when you get smoked in terms of combat or contact sports, Mm is by someone bigger than you, and they're trying to prove a point. Like I remember the first time I got, like my like the shit knocked out of me, and it was by someone much bigger than me, and they were doing it to to make a point, and then basically to see if I was gonna be a little bitch about it or if I was going to. It was basically like a toughness check, like a gut check. Right. Like I'm gonna go, you know, hit this hit this fucking kid, and then see what he does. It's going to happen to him, you know, might you know, whether it's next week or in three years, that that reality check's going to happen sooner or later. And it's just, when do you want that to happen? Because yes. eventually, it's, it, eventually it's not going to be your choice because eventually he's going to get to a stage in sports where there's a fucking four year gap or a five year gap in the, in the athletes.
2: You know? Oh no, I agree with you. So
0: it's, it's going to happen. Like, dude, I was a fucking, you know, obviously like playing ball in Georgia I was a freshman. I weighed like 135 pounds. Plain dudes ended up playing in the NFL. Like they, and they were not small people. You know, they're here's like, these are 18 year old kids that are like more like grown ass men. That's 18 year olds. And I'm, they're like, they all have, you know, 50, 60 pounds. Some of those dudes have like 100 pounds on me. Mm-hmm. And sooner or later, he's going to, he's going to have to, this is going to have to happen. And it's going to happen, you know, in the next three, four years, regardless of what, how much you want how much protection and shielding you want so it's just really just comes down to like when do you want that to happen yeah do you want it to be controlled to where maybe there is a little bit smaller of a difference in terms of the maturity of their of his body compared to the other kids or do you just want to like see if this is something he's going to want to maintain long term and just throw him to the wolves and it's like a you know tossing your kid to the deep end kind of thing the whole sink or swim mentality
1: is there a more competitive version of like his even just like his age group?
2: I don't, I don't think so. I don't believe so. Mm, sounds really like he has to move sure. up then. But I mean, this is a, this is not just a. Like an us problem. Like this is like things that you're gonna have with your kids as well, and things we've went through, like us wrestling with high schoolers when we're in like, oh, no, that's what I'm saying. And eighth, like eighth grade. This is like, uh yeah but uh like what do you do do you let them you know at that point like the difference between a seventh and eighth grader and a high schooler there's not like too much of a difference oh yes there is (laughs) yeah there listen when it comes (laughs) to like like mentally like uh like you guys are probably laughing and joking at the same same kind of jokes, like you know what i mean
0: yeah that, i mean i I think you're comparing apples and oranges like physically, they're different, like their mentalities are different no oh, um, i i like if if I were to i don't even know what the fuck I was thinking about in seventh grade, but I know what I was thinking about in high school, yes, um me too, so just like all of us <laughs> uh but like I don't my the point being though. I, this is my opinion. I would, I would let OEZ compete at the higher level because yeah. one or two, one, this is, I mean, whatever she ends up deciding with him is whatever they decide, but I would rather have him compete, be put into a place that's going to be more competitive to like either make him better or what it'll do is it'll, it's gonna make him better no matter what. Either yep. he's gonna struggle a little bit, and he's got to figure out he's got to like dig down inside to to and work harder to be better, or he's gonna like figure out like, hey, this isn't for me.
2: Yeah, and that's what I don't think. Like at a, what I'm trying to say is, yes, I was comparing apples to oranges, but I think a kid at a younger age would be more susceptible to like giving something Being up because they got being turned off because they're like, I'm tired of getting my ass whipped. Like like it's no longer enjoyable. And I think that but that gap is different. At the
1: same time, he might be he might be lit if he's the one that the the first time he like lights someone else's ass up. Yeah. That might be like the oh yeah I can I can like do this. Yeah, or if he like, you know, I don't know, like what the
0: what the terminology would be for, you know, roller hockey or ice hockey or, but like in football, if you like put a move on somebody, like you juke the shit out of somebody that's older than you, or that was supposed to be better than you. That's a huge confidence booster, It is, you know? So like, again, like going back to like, you know, whenever I was playing my freshman year, I returned a kick or a punt and the, the long snapper and playing playing linebacker at Auburn. And I remember like, Caught the pass. This dude, or caught the punt rather. This dude was like not very far away, and I made like a little shifty move, and he went right past me. And that really like it, it was a big confidence booster for me. I only had returned the ball, I think like eleven yards, but just making the dude that's going, <laughs> but but I made the kid that's going to Auburn miss,
2: yeah, and that was right. a huge
0: confidence booster for I me agree. as a fucking as a as a no, freshman.
2: I agree. Like so, when you when you beat somebody bigger and better than you, uh, yeah. So
0: it might be one of those things where you he's in, it might be all on how he's introduced to yeah. the more competitive.
1: Like I let him run that. drills where there's no contact
2: yes, and that get is him probably, get
0: confident.
1: And also, then, him like understand that he's like playing with house money. When he when he's the youngest one, he's like literally playing with house money. So he has you know if he fails, it's not really that he's. Shitty he's like he's supposed to fail, like they're supposed to be better than him,
2: that just like I said earlier, uh I think every time like the biggest lessons that any individual can get is from from failure or losing or making well, a yeah. mistake
0: yeah you don't you don't get any lessons learned from being perfect,
2: yeah, nope, you do not, or being the best, no. Everyone, everyone, uh, has failures. Yep. And so, those, but they're all like key aspects that you learn in a, let's say, controlled environment. Uh. For the most part, a controlled environment that will carry you on through life. You're like, hey, I'm supposed to fail at certain things, and it's a good, it's a good teaching. I think contact sports are, you know, some of the best things that children can partake in to develop them. You know,
1: well, short oh. of CTE. Yeah, <laughs> i yeah. That's why you I'm know what I'm getting there. That. So
0: that's why Easy's not going to play uh,
1: play footballs because his brain to turn into like, cauliflower rice. Maybe, maybe you would have known that that fever was bad if you didn't have you didn't play tackle football. Yeah, <laughs> it's very
2: possible. No, I'm blaming. I'm blaming the fever, the first fever. It and
1: caused. It caused it. Yeah.
0: But yeah, man. It might. Like, it might oh, just be worth like, oh. like, hey, just let him go run drills, like on air with the guys, and then do one-on-one drills with the dudes, and don't put him into like a scrimmage, and see how yeah. things go, and then, you know, let him play up,
1: or at least let am go watch it first.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure he's watched. I mean, he goes and watches like real hockey.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, like go watch the people he's supposed to go move up with. Like the, maybe even the team. Like go watch practice then go do practice. Then go.
0: Well, I mean, it, it, if he doesn't like it,
1: he can just move back down.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like the it's like the same kind of thing, though. You know, like uh, we'll just go. It's it's kind of different, but it's not at the same time. So we we'll like the most notable one. We'll just say like Kobe Bryant or LeBron James come to share to high school to play in the NBA being all-stars from you know from jump street those dudes at 18 were not as physically mature as the other guys in the nba but they just stepped up and they're like you know what i'm gonna fucking work harder i'm gonna just be better and they ended up being better obviously they have other gifts like lebron james is like six, eight, or whatever the fuck he is, yeah, but he, um, he
1: might have, he might have been physically ready for it.
0: Well, he he was, but like mentally, yeah, he, he's there. Were still dudes right. that carried their weight differently, you know, like they're grown ass men. He's yeah. an eighteen year old, you know, kid. So, but hey, man, it's like throw you in the deep end, sink or swim kind of style, and it's all it's all your uh, your mental game at that point. Like, are you I gonna, guess you, are you gonna uh, work harder or not?
2: You bringing it up, it just kind of clear where I was trying to guide my discussion before I kind of fell off the went off the rails uh like hey if it's not working out you can go back to a you know different division whereas yeah. in like college and high school uh 7th okay. seventh, 8th seventh, grade like there's nowhere else to go man like it's here like this yeah, is you, you, if yeah, you want to do, do it, it not. you're doing it or you're not there's no like going to a different, you know, yeah, uh, it's like team. So that's that's really what I was trying to get at is that there's not there's not wiggle room. You do it or eventually. You don't.
0: It's going to be forced on you. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so like
2: and, you're either uh, ready
0: for it or you're not, and that's and just by, that's that's life though. Like at some point in time, life's going to get forced on you. And you're either ready for it or you're not.
1: Dude, and, you know uh, it's, this is kind of crazy. We're talking about the age difference, but in a place in like the state of Florida, you can play varsity football as like an eighth grader. Yeah, you can.
2: Oh. Wow.
0: You still only have four years of eligibility though.
1: Mm hmm.
2: They're doing it that way. Like,
0: yeah, you, you still only have only so many four? years of eligibility, but yeah. Is that so, always
2: been a thing? Or yeah. Resolve, yeah,
0: I, think, I, know. I think you can play like um I think you can play at the high school. And so typically what they'll do is it's all quarter based, kinda like redshirt freshman. If I remember right, I have to go look this up. I'm probably talking out of my ass right now. But essentially like it's all quarter based right so you get so many quarters a week to play and like in georgia it was six quarters a week so i could play four quarters on friday and two quarters on thursday
3: mm-hmm. and
0: and so i think they do something similar with that where they'll typically those they'll in eighth grade they'll play jv ball and they'll play four quarters of jv ball and or they'll play like four quarters of um They'll play, like, four quarters of their eighth grade team. They'll play two of JP. Like, mm-hmm. they'll do shit like that. They're not, They're not like, playing varsity ball there because you get four years of varsity time. They're not playing varsity ball when they're no, in eighth grade. No, <laughs> some, some of are. them are. Some of them are. That's why, them that's them why are, you see just...
1: some of these running backs with, like, 9,000 rushing yards in high school.
2: Uh, My question would be, though, like, what happens if you use up all that time? Say you're in eighth grade playing varsity football and you're not there academically and the last two years uh, or a last year or so, you lose eligibility because you decided to play. Like – and then you have a break between college and high school if you're good enough. I think Florida
1: might have five years.
2: Well, then – Because, you know, actually now you
1: mention it. I think they do because I saw – uh this kid who's he's uh he's a senior in 2023. His dad made a comment like this is our, our fifth and final year or something like that, like fifth fifth spring or something like that, fifth and final spring or something like that. That's it showed so the picture. Wild. He was from when he was an eighth grader, he he was playing Varsity at um like Trinity Catholic or Trinity Christian. It's like some big big school in Jacksonville. But yeah, that's wild.
2: Like a football school,
1: recruiting yeah. school, yeah, yeah. But a lot of those kids, I think, you know, guys like uh, like Kelvin Taylor, like, um, he did that. I'm sure Derrick Henry, guys like that, did it. But I think it's pretty common in Florida. I think a lot of those dudes played like five years.
0: Well, Derrick Henry was also, you know, 200 pounds
1: mm-hmm. two,
0: over. He was like 230 pounds or some shit in high school.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying. I don't think it's uncommon to have like. Guys in Florida play five years. Yeah, that
0: makes sense. Well, shit. I'm tired, my friends.
2: Yeah, me too.
0: I'll, I'll splice these two together and I'll uh, I'll throw Ooh. them up there and then, um, we'll uh get some stuff to talk about for Tuesday and we'll do another one Tuesday night.
1: Good to have a a not serious one. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Just a bullshit
0: good. one. We'll get uh we'll get your wife on to interview her about the um. Judo versus wrestling, about, yeah, about the judo and keeping it in the family <laughs> and uh making sure it's all cultured.
1: Yeah, I'm not even sure if that's true because it's probably for my like Korea.
0: Hopefully, hopefully the Taiwanese <laughs> and the Koreans love each other.
1: <laughs> they all love each other. They exactly. all don't hate each other at all. Exactly.
0: But <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll see. I'll splice these two together and I'll pop post it up.
1: Sounds good. All right, later. man.
3: Later. All
0: right,
1: there, y'all. Later. Take it easy.
0: Thanks again, everybody, for listening to this episode of Poke the Bear Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Bear, Also, uh, Instagram at Poke underscore T underscore Bear. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Take it easy.